Great Foreplay Podcast, the best, wonderful, adventurous, adventurous. I don't know, uh, high ranked. Um, you can S- tell who's hosting. World class. Yes, Woo! I am your host, Justin JJ Everson. Mark is taking some uh, maternity leave. Maternity leave. Well, he, he just had a baby. A, he just had a resi baby. He just had a baby called Project Z. That's right. So if you uh, were paying attention last episode, Mark was not around for the first part, but that was because he was doing the final preparations for the big reveal mm-hmm. of uh, Res Infinite, uh, which is like a 8-4 Mizuguchi co-joint, <laughs> I guess you could say. Well, it's mostly Mizuguchi. Mostly Mizuguchi, but, you know, Mark did a lot. Um, yeah, but Mark is, is back home relaxing now that his baby's been born. He's been working his ass off for the yes. last few months mm-hmm. to make that happen. Um, super cool. We'll talk about it more later, but yes, actually, why we'll, he's not hosting. We'll talk about it right now. John, Mr. Bates, Ricky Ardy. You're actually doing nicknames. Well, I'm doing nicknames. I thought for sure there were going to be no nicknames this yeah. week. Yours, yours is because uh, there's a character on Downtown Abbey, uh-huh. Mr. Bates, mm-hmm. who's the valet. And he, you know, in old England or whatever, the valet would put on the master's clothes. <laughs> and so the weekend of PlayStation experience, you basically were like That's right. dressing people all day long. I was suiting up everybody uh, for two days uh, who came in to try the Res Infinite demo in the in the private room. In the private uh, room. Graciously uh, afforded to us by Sony. Yeah, um, you know, I almost feel like we should save a lot of the details for when Mark's back because this really is his thing. But, um, but yeah, I was gone for the weekend for two days to super short trip. I left on Friday, got back on Monday. Cool. Yeah. I can't believe um, you did that, man. Yeah, yeah well, we're busy here too, but like you know, we had to go and uh, and you know help those guys out. And basically, um, I should say I had to go and help those guys out. Mark was already there, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we were in the back room basically suiting people up in the synesthesia suit. Which was uh, the freaking coolest thing that we've had to keep secret for so yeah. long. Um, but it's uh, it's basically a bo- bodysuit for for Res. Basically, twenty six actuators inside the suit uh, yeah, vibrating, vibrating along to the music. Yeah. Takes five minutes to put on. Uh, <laughs> so that's why that, that, like it just it's like you showed me a video. It's this whole ordeal. Like you get two people to take it off the mannequin. Yep. You gotta like mess with the cords, and then when you put it on, like you just like very. It's, yep. And it's one size fits all. And as you can imagine, you know a lot of different size people came yeah. in. We had you know from from I think the smallest was like this little girl, not little girl, like like I just mean like she was very short and and thin girl. Up to like Greg Rice from Double Fine, who's like you know twelve feet tall, right. and it fit everybody. Like it had all, it has all these straps on the side. It's like putting on like a robot, you know, Robocop's right. armor or something. <laughs> Mark, Mark was actually saying like you know it's kind of like uh, like how they used to dress the samurai back in the day. You know, oh like yeah, they would have the people the who would put the armor on for them. That's basically what we were. We were basically putting the res vibrating armor on everyone. <laughs> Um, um, so, yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit yeah, more we'll about that, that when uh, Mark gets back. Um, but also with us this week is uh, Roy, Poor Life Decisions. Hey. Blakely. Hey. Uh, because it took you how many days to finally well, get your in fairness, center? In fairness, JJ, you threw me under the bus a little bit because <laughs> I asked. I remember asking, uh, "Do I need to reserve Monster?" And you're like, "No." And then, and then, how was I supposed <laughs> to know? It never. It's never that bad. You could always go there the day of. The thing is, we didn't you? Go, you did you go on Saturday? Uh, yeah, I did. Actually. What time did you go on Saturday? Well, it was like dinner time. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> that's lunch. that's on you. But but um, also then Colin was like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick up copies. Who wants who wants me to pre-order some for you?" And JJ was I, okay. like, "He's talking for all of us." Time. And he was yeah, like, yeah. "No, we don't need any." <laughs> I, I I totally claim responsibility for that. But you could have just well, you didn't want to download no. it. 
Yeah, that's the thing. I wanted a physical copy because I'm playing it with like the region region lock it breaking stuff. So. Right. Oh, so that doesn't work with a digital copy? No, you uh-huh. have to have a card. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And also with us are uh, first we'll start out with uh, Colin uh, EQ oh. Chesney. Oh, yeah. Because you took the so the, uh, people who study Japanese probably are familiar with this mm-hmm. test, but it's the Japanese language proficiency, proficiency test, the jail, proficiency test, the jail PT or Nihongo no Ryokushikan. Right, which basically is like determines how good at Japanese you are, and EQ mm-hmm. is the highest strength that you That's get. Right. Ooh. Yeah. And so this is this is your right. Exactly. How much natto do you eat in one day? (laughs) Can you use chopsticks? Uh, Do you like? I'm pretty sure they asked that like three times on the test. How did you do on the enka enka portion? That's right. Uh, But this is your second time taking it. Yeah, it's really it's really hard. They like this the it's funny because it's it's almost exponential. Like third. Third cue is like super easy. Second cue is, is is hard, but not that hard. And then EQ is just like. Are you can do you, can you, you understand these Japanese like medical master. terms? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it feels really weird because they they I believe they introduced uh, a level between when they started the N system, they put N three in I think between what used to be three and two, so yeah. now what was three went down to four because they thought the gap between three and two was so wide. Right, but now I'm feeling like the gap between two and one is yeah a, a much huger leap. But if you pass N1, you are considered officially fluent. It's like G-rank yes. hunter. Yeah, you're like a yeah. G-rank hunter. Of course. How do you when, think you did? Uh, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> this probably won't be my last time taking it. Okay. Mm. Let's just say When that. will you find out? I'll find out uh, the end of February. All right. Oh, wow. That's a yeah. long Mark time. Mark your calendars, yeah. folks. <laughs> <laughs> and then last but not least, Django Suntory Time. Suntory Time. Why is that? You, you went on a booze cruise. I did. I got on the. I got all aboard the booze train <laughs> and, uh, and rode it all around Tokyo. Specifically, you uh, went to one bar that Roy told me was in Lost in Translation. Yeah, the Shinjuku Park Hyatt, the, okay. the New York bar on the top oh of up that on the thing. top. Is that okay? It's the fancy one. The fancy one with the jazz going on. Yeah. all about it. That was a uh, former uh, inaugural eight uh, four intern Winterns uh, yeah. former haunt. He used to break in the back door and sneak in and just hang out there. <laughs> all the time. It's a nice place to hang out. It's a good people watching place. Oh. Would you get there like an apple teeny or something? I had a glass of red wine. And, <laughs> was it like forty dollars? <laughs> yeah, it was up there. It was wow. up there. But it was funny because it was the Coppola, like you know, the, the standard stuff you would see it in California, you know, mm-hmm. Francis Coppola's winery. Uh-huh. But it's definitely you pay a premium to be in that in that room mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. with the elite of Tokyo, That's whatever right. it is. Did you feel elite when you were in there? I did, and I also felt I had a really bad cough because of all the smoking in there. Yeah, Ew. God, yeah. That. That's the thing about Japan. If there is smoking allowed, it's gonna smell like it's gonna be. Pit. Yeah, hot and heavy. But overall, it was really, really cool to see how the other half lives, you know? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, that's cool. So I'm surprised there were no uh, no nicknames related to people getting probed or or slapped with suction cups. Oh, well, yeah, see, if Mark was here, he probably would have given me a suction cup. <laughs> uh, we had our health... We're having our health checkups now. In the midst now. of health checkup time Ooh. in Japan, which <laughs> yeah. I think is worth talking about a little bit. If we're... You know, we, we went one direction last week, not talking at all about yeah. personal stuff, but um, it's the thing, it's the time of year where, well, for us it is. Every company does it like once a year, right? Yeah. Where you get like your health check in Japan, and depending on your age, like what they do to you is vastly different. Right. So, so for me and Roy, we get the easy track. Yes, Basically, right. we get our blood taken, a urine sample, 
they like check our heart rate and um, an X-ray, and that's basically. And it. they put some like suction cup yeah. things on you. So the the heart like rate cold. thing is like yeah, they these suction cups. Did they like Vaseline you up and stuff first? No, you... no, no. <laughs> okay, but uh, yeah, like it was it was just really cold. <laughs> I spent the I spent you know all this effort terrifying Roy last week about the yeah, ordeals he was going to have to go through, yeah. and now it sounds like you're not there yet. I, I, yeah, I'm glad I've got like another four years yes. at least. Oh, it starts when he's... you're what thirty five, I guess. I think so. Yeah. So, so basically, so, poor Masa when he. He's 35. He he just barely. Hi, Masa. <laughs> Masa's uh, doing some QA, so he can't join us today. But he Masa did his health checkup, and they do this thing where they make you swallow barium. barium. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's like this, you know, white chalky liquid. It's disgusting, <laughs> and it's basically they use it so they can kind of like, coach your stomach, coach your stomach, and so it allows they, it to be f- photographed essentially. Right, so they can see if there are ulcers or other mm-hmm. sort of cancer sort of things. But you and, can't burp after. But you can't burp. That's the thing. Yeah, you can't burp. It, up with it tastes, gas. It tastes yeah. disgusting, and I'm sorry for people who are eating the podcast. It also turns your poop white. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's that's like one of the bonus effects. That is basically awesome you get this little cup, totally. and you're supposed to down it like in one shot, and then keep it down. You're not allowed to burp while. They put you on this like big rotating table and like have you do like poses like you're in like Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue <laughs> or something. They're like, turn on your side and put your arm behind your head. And, is like, it not a table? Is it not a table that just kind of like rotates? It shakes you around. It depends yeah, yeah. where you go, but like okay. I, the one that I've had to go to, yeah, it's like this long table and it turns sideways and like angular. And there's a dude like behind a glass window, like remote controlling it from the other side, telling <laughs> you what to do. It sounds like a like a weird movie, or something, but um, <laughs> there's a movie of it somewhere, John. I'm sure. Yeah, but, I'm sure but, they record it. Yeah, but basically you're not allowed. Yeah, you're not allowed to burp, which is the hard, most horrible thing in the world. And mm. then when you're done, your poo is white. And that's not even the worst part because yeah. So you're 40. You're in the next class of horror. Well, no, it doesn't really change for me. It's, oh, it it, that, that horror starts at 35, and I think goes to like 50 or something. Tell you about. But like basically, they give you this like set. You get this like packet in the mail mm-hmm. with like cute, as you can imagine in Japan, like cute little cartoons or whatever, explaining to you how to like. You have to basically swab your your poo twice (laughs) before you go to the um to the thing so people have to basically take a dump i hope you i really do hope you're not eating and then like (laughs) put this thing in it and then put it in this like special tube that keeps it right you You gotta basically probe your poo (laughs) right and then mail it are you mailing this and no you don't mail it you bring it with you so Um, what do you do until you train and everything physical you put it in a pouch you want to see it? I got mine right here. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, yeah, you, they, there's like a special thing for it that you. I'm just imagining you're, you have to leave it in the fridge, like keep it preserved. No, nah, nothing like that. that. But you say don't put it in like a hot place or whatever. But um, you have to do this twice. You got to do it twice. Uh, you can't do it twice to the same poo. It's two separate poos. <laughs> no, you can't, Roy. You can't cheat your way out of it. Damn. Um, yeah. So and then you get all the other fun tests. But anyway, that's what we're up to right man, now. Oh man. What was your yes. Week? So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, why don't we talk about some of the games we've been playing. First of all, I think we should start off with a little bit of Monster Hunter Cross. Cross. You all have been playing. It is time. Everyone at this table bought the game. All five of us. No, Jingle, you don't have it. Jingle has an American system. He's he's on the ropes. Uh, I think we're going to get him. I'm on the way. Uh, I'll probably be in your guys' company in a month or so. Okay. Nice. Basically, my first impressions are like I can't go back to regular Monster Hunter now. Wow, really? Yeah, Mm. it's the same way I felt about four, like with the multi-level stuff. Yeah, like now it's like if I if I don't have these styles and these super moves and stuff like that, I feel like it's just rudimentary and boring. (laughs) I should just preface and say, even though the four of us own it, only three of us have really played it because since it came out, I've been flying to PSX, coming back, super busy basically. But so I have probably the same questions the audience has. Sure. 
and I don't want to cover the same ground we covered last time. I'm talking new, mm. new stuff, but like one thing I'm curious about, you just mentioned four. Does this one have like all the elevated like jumping around stuff, or is it more grounded like the older ones? Well, the thing is, is that uh, the game is like a best hits, mm-hmm. so it has a lot of stages from older games. I think there's only like one new stage. I think so. So far that I've seen, anyway. Um, but it has the stages from like four mm-hmm. and yep. three. Mm-hmm. And so it has on. some, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the ones from like one and two and three even don't like they added a little bit of like you know places where you can jump off of like mm-hmm. they like added some little steps and stuff like that here and there. Okay. But it's not it's not as vertical as the stages were in in, in four. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's less a little. It's l- kind of less about that, and more about like these styles and mm. stuff like that. Because now that there's the aerial style, you can essentially jump off of any monster anyway. Yeah. So or, you're not as reliant player. on the terrain. Yeah, or other players. Yeah. Mm. One thing I've really enjoyed is like having the cats uh, when you're first starting really breaks up the monotony in the early stages where you have to do a lot of gathering and stuff. Yeah. Because like just switching modes, switching to the cat, it's like it it makes it a little more fun. And it's like you know visually it's different and like the controls are different and you don't have to worry about cold drinks and hot drinks as a cat which oh, is nice. really really nice you don't have any stamina so you can just mm-hmm. run forever oh, so it streamlines yeah. that whole gathering but it's kind of yeah. isn't that kind of nerfed like what are you like, I, I didn't really get to the bottom of this last time but like mm. what are you gaining from being a cat like I mean I, I get that yeah okay you don't have to do the drinks and stuff but there's mm. got to be some negative effect as well right so, you probably can't get all the cool stuff you need you can the uh well the uh, sorry you can't there are you can't use special items like so you can't use like special fishing lures and stuff like that mm-hmm. you can only just like fish what's there mm-hmm. um but in terms of like bug nets and and pickaxes those are all the same right can you um, carve the same pieces off of monsters that you can as a yep. human yeah yeah this this is so well, so 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 actually what it is and i didn't really get this before but i get it now the cat is a new weapon it's like the 15th Mm. weapon Mm -hmm. okay um you know it's got a whole move set it's like it's almost like a mage class because Mm. you can assign skills to cats um and they use kind of like they have like a bar that uh generates bar over the course of the stage or the, the fight. So cats don't use like the normal weapons that the people use. No, like they, ha- they have like the, the two kind of like a blade or a, or a hammer type and then the boomerang. Mm-hmm. But then they also have like a forte which is like, you know, some of them can use bombs. Right. Some of them Barrel can bombs. heal your team. Uh, right. So it's like they have, there's, it's even more nuanced than just like the boomerang. And right. The and so these, these special attacks that you can assign, uh, like use those little, I'm going to call them MP, but like mm-hmm. they use the MP and like you can do things like super heals or like there's a, a a trap that you can lay down that also poisons a monster. Yeah, that's really stuff cool. like that. Mm-hmm. Like you can, there's one where you just like pick up a whole bunch of shit and throw it at the monster, and like some of them explode. It does a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's like a, it's almost like the me fighter in Super Smash Brothers, in that mm-hmm. it's kind of like there's this like base thing that you have, and then you can customize it to do mm-hmm. sort of different uh, that's things. That's a good way to put it. And huh. yeah, and it's kind of like a, a like a mage class basically. Uh, you can play any quest with them. There are also like uh, Nyanta specific quests that you can also play. Um, but yeah, you can fight any monster. Are there like, certain monsters that like you're bet you're better off using the cats or something? I think like, smaller monsters, like the jaggy size monsters, are pretty good to fight as a cat because mm. sometimes with bigger weapons, it's easier to like whiff on those dudes. You know, oh, especially okay. when trying to like hit their head and stuff. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it, it's it's really nice having one of those guys on your team when you're playing online. Because, mm. like, just the all the stuff that they can do, it just really helps. Did you say playing online? Yes. Which is something you're... So, Roy, you're not really playing online, you said. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I've just been playing with my girlfriend, like, locally. And you're cats i guess like yep. two of you and the two yeah cats. you can do like two humans two cats or you could do three humans and one cat like four cats every combination could the two of you get online together and then play online with other people or would you yeah. just in the same game yeah okay what about what about you jj you're playing online yeah i'm playing online i haven't played in the last couple of days but me and like kyofu and hasemo from twitter oh nice uh we like last friday we i stayed up to like 2 a.m just doing key quests and stuff like that it was really? fun it was like it, it brought me back to try and it was just so it's really fun to play online and like the experiences I've had with like randoms and stuff hasn't been so bad yet either. Um, how are you? Well, Japanese players in general yeah. are pretty so awesome. good to work with. I mean, how are how has um, it been uh, as far as communicating? Like, how do you talk to each other or not? Uh, you don't. I mean, you can chat. There's like presets again, like preset chat. So things. when you're playing yeah. with those guys, are you just like chatting on Twitter or something, or are you just not? Uh, even yeah, really? it's like mostly through Twitter. Really. Um, yeah, it's like you, I wish they would put voice chat. It doesn't make sense to me that you can't just maybe talk in the to next, each other. Maybe in the next one. <laughs> yeah, in the next one. <laughs> um, but yeah, you don't really. I mean, you can chat. the The amount of text you can put in one line in the in the chat room yeah. is like hilariously small. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's like maybe three English words max. <laughs> I went yeah. in a German That's always room been a problem on Monster Hunter Four Ultimate. I went in a German room, and German has a lot of big words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt, I felt like I, I studied German a little bit, but they were making the words so much shorter that I had no idea what they were right, saying. Right, right. Yeah. You have to abbreviate it. It's, yeah. it's totally laughable. But what I do to kind of circumvent that, so I don't have to communicate, is like you can search for specific monsters for rooms that are hunting specific monsters mm. or key quests or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I just go to that and just do those over and over and over again. Colin, you've been mm. playing it too. I have. Uh, I don't have as much experience online. I generally just play it on my train rides. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we played a couple of quests online. Yeah, I played a little bit with JJ online uh, the first weekend that you had it. And I was surprised at how much faster those quests go when you're online. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> when you have four people, it's just like total damage explosion. Well, you guys are going to see Gaijin Hunter tonight, right? So you should take mm-hmm. advantage of that and yeah. let him level you up like 17 right. HRs. <laughs> right. He's already got powers. like all the best gear. He yeah. finished the game in like two days. I saw the producer like mess- like tweeting at him, don't don't spoil the ending. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually, cool. and one thing Spoilers. that he has done monster. that is is a, a lot harder than just clearing the game is that this game is... Uh, so they did away with like the random quests mm-hmm. from 4... Mm-hmm. Um, now they have like these the expeditions. Tic- you mean? Yeah, the expeditions. Yeah. They have these ticket quests now, which are like um, so. Like you get a ticket for this fight against a uh, a subspecies of Lagombi or something like that, mm-hmm. and like you'll fight and you'll beat them a whole bunch, and then uh, it'll. I don't know if it actually scratch that. I, it depends on what quest you uh, do, but basically, it's like the first fight is against the Lagombi. You have to kill him. And then you like unlock a second quest, which is like uh, uh, capture a langombi. And then like for each rank, they get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I think there's ten levels for, for each, the same monster. For yeah, for each monster. And uh-huh. so like it gets harder. Like they'll huh. throw in other monsters to nice. make it more difficult. They'll uh-huh. be stronger and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, like you have to, the armor that comes from those monsters um, can only be leveled up by fighting the harder versions of those monsters. Uh-huh. 
Huh. So, like, you get a level one Logombi and you get his armor. The only way to upgrade it is to go to the second version of the quest and fight that version. Interesting. And it gets but progressive that armor. That armor can be used in the rest of the game, though, That's right? That's right. And it gets stronger and stronger. And those armors it sounds have... like something that someone like Gaijin Hunter would basically take and go bananas on. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what he did. And um, and the armors for those are really good, too, because they have, like... Spe- uh, skills that are specific only to those sub uh, 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 sub monsters, like the the Longomi one, um, has this like combination skill where you get fast regen and something else I can't remember, along with two other skills that you can get normally. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they're just all really good and tailored to specific. I got his because um, he has the aerial skill that uh, increases the attack damage you do in, in the air. Uh, um, are there weapons too or just armor? No, there's weapons too and they're mm. upgraded the same way. Uh, so that's another thing. Like the way that weapons are upgraded in this game is a little... Th- well, everything yeah. is a little different. Right. Um, it's not like in the past uh, for weapons, you know, you just had to have the, the things. Yeah. And the materials. The materials. Yeah. And you could upgrade it. Um, but in this game, it's like... Sometimes you have to have the materials, but then you also have to have 10 points in some sort of genre of, of material. Uh, I've only ever had it be ore, but it can be other It can be other, other things. How do you have points of, of a material? So, like, say you need, like, X, Y, and Z. The material, the required materials are, like, X, Y, and Z. Okay. And then you also need to have 10 points in ore. So, like, you click on the thing to add the 10 points on a list, all the different kinds of ore that you have. And like so, like the uh, what does points mean though? How do you like, have points in? Ore? Well, then kind it of shows like you ten units of ore. Yeah, but you can choose different types of different ore, ores. And worth different ores have values. different values. So like a uh, macolite would okay. be worth like two points, but uh, just like a, a regular stone iron would be, ore, yeah. huh. iron okay. ore would be one. Gotcha. Or something. So it's helps. kind of like having four items that you need, but the fourth item is just you in can, the family, right? Of items so they kind of made it more complicated. A little bit. A little bit. They they also have the the base leveling up system. Uh, yeah, that's kind of weird for upgrading too. weapons. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. for example, like if you were to get the if you were to start where I am, I'm still very early. But you have like uh, the bone weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to make the bone weapon stronger, all of the other options will be locked out, and they'll say like level two, level three, level four required. Oh, so you and can't so, do certain stuff until you get up to a higher level. Yeah. Right. And so you you unlock. Uh, you first have to pump into level two of the bone weapon, and then the level two option of upgrading it to a more different, like one of the the kaku weapons, mm-hmm. will open up. Um, and then the level three, four, five will all be you know behind question marks interesting so then now they show i mean that it's not the upgrade path always existed but now they kind of show it to you yeah Yeah. you can see like the potential of a weapon that i like and yeah and i used to to, every monster hunter game that i got super into i had a little yellow notepad and i literally (laughs) would like write out all the hammer paths (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i because i have a hammer guy because you couldn't keep track of it like you could go down the wrong path and then you'd be screwed you'd have to go all the way back to like the second level or whatever and then go in a different direction you can kind of see you can kind of see like right um you still like it's still behind question marks until you get to that right, level right. or whatever but you can no but it's see. good to know at least that there's like long term value in a weapon that you're going to use exactly. you know what I mean? right. versus like some of them you upgrade them once and they're done you know yeah. yeah and what i appreciate with that is when you get to level 3 or level 4 those previous options don't disappear so if you really wanted if you end up getting to level 4 on the bone weapon but you realize i just wanted the thing that was at 2 you don't have to go back and start all over again you can just upgrade oh, really? you can go back yeah. to, but the power but the power like if you're up at level four and you go back to the one that unlocked on level two like 
Obviously, the weapon's going to be weaker, but going in a different direction. Yeah, but that is an option you have now, which is nice. Okay, cool. Well, we wanted to get Adam back to talk about Monster Hunter, but he's busy as a life or something, so he couldn't make it today. But um, we will uh, probably probably cool off on this for a little while. But I think we'll talk about it again if they ever announce a Western version. That would be a cool time to talk more. Hopefully, that's in the works. Um, Don't know or not, but. what else have people been playing? Uh, you guys sounds like some people have been playing Fallout. More Fallout. <laughs> More yeah. Fallout. Yeah. Are you guys still, what else is there you to still, say about Fallout? Are you still enjoying it? I, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has anybody finished it yet? No, not even close. That's not a game it's, you finished, uh, John. It's so tough. I'm I'm working on the main storyline. Every too. every half hour I spend on the main story, I get sidetracked for about two hours down right. some random mm-hmm. alleyway. Really? That's, that's kind of where I'm at in Xenoblade yeah. right now. Same thing. I'm, yeah, I'm like, Xenoblade can do that to you. Yeah, but it's, it feels good, though. Like, some games I get really... In fact, to be honest, I got sick of the quest in the first Xenoblade. I didn't, they're boring most of the time, so I wasn't doing them. But it's not like that this time. Now, I feel like there's more of a sense of reward for what you're doing. So, like, mm-hmm. I got to a point in the game I was telling Roy, like... I'm at, like, chapter 10 in the game, and I could go forward and probably finish it at my current level. Yeah. But I'm just, like, done with the story for now, and I'm just basically constantly going around the world, picking up quests and just doing them, and, like, in the process, you know, leveling up my class, leveling up my characters, getting cooler equipment... What what'd you say? I can't hear you. <laughs> I can't see you. Listen so to I'm amazing so, music. I'm so glad now okay, so the game is out now. Everybody know go buy it. That's right. It's out. Out. As of our go last. fucking buy the games. <laughs> Blood, sweat and tears. John had a kidney stone. Yeah. Crying out loud. Two damn it. Just go buy the game. Name but now fancy. now everybody knows mm-hmm. about the music and how amazing and wonderful it you know, is. <laughs> yes. I like the music. I love the music. <laughs> I don't mind the music. Uh, I actually like most of the music. I actually really like most of the music in the game. Yeah, yeah. That one track, though, you know what? It's not even the... I don't... It's funny. (laughs) Some people don't like it because of the the vocals are weird. Like, clearly, like, a Japanese guy wrote English lyrics (laughs) to the best of his ability, (laughs) which wasn't very high. Yeah. Which actually, I think, is hugely entertaining. It's lovable. I think it's totally lovable. But um, that's not the part that bugs me. I think it's just that... You know when you when you have one main hub in the game, basically for the whole game, um, and you're for for fifty something hours, it's yeah. the same track. Um, I just wish there was like some variety there. <laughs> yeah. But they do. There's tons of different battle music one, though. Two, three, four. <laughs> did, did we get it? <laughs> I know. I'm just replicating the experience of the game because the. I remember when we were, when we were working on the game, like you would have you would have it on your your TV just like on for loop. hours, on and loop. it would just yeah uh, just on loop. It's like it brings back. It was an oh. experience. Yeah, yeah, it is probably in my head for at least the next five years. At first, I thought you liked it, and I was I was hesitant <laughs> to say something. Like, it's not that I didn't like it. It's more just like white noise at that point. It's, yeah, it's, I get it. But I was just like, oh. exactly background. Noise, uh, we're on but. hour two. One, two, three, four. Uh, no, but you know, uh, so yeah, the game is out. I've been watching people uh, stream it on Twitch. It's really fun to watch people just kind of play through the game and uh, talk about it and, and figure it out too. Figure it out. Yeah, and exactly like, easy. I'm really glad that most of the stuff that I've seen so far has been really positive. Yeah, um, it's got. A, I think it's got an 85 Metacritic right, right now. So the media better than Fallout it. 4. <laughs> Whoa, might I add? <laughs> <laughs> Bam! Boom! But um, you know, it's a it's an unforgiving game. So yeah, I think watching people like and to see figure out how much of it they can understand or not. Is is interesting. It's one of those rare games where it's really helpful to read the manual. Yes, um, the game yes. is not clearly, you know, 
It's not like one of those things I feel where it was like poorly designed. I mean, I'm sure you could argue some things could have been a little more intuitive, but like, yes. I think it's one of those things where it was clearly this game. They were like, no, we're not making this game for your mom. They were making this game for like hardcore RPG fans. Like, yeah. we're gonna throw you in the world, figure it out. And I mean, yeah. sometimes it's a little more obtuse than I'd like, but yeah, it is all in the manual. Um, it is one of those games, but mm. I love it, man. I'm like, I play for like okay. two or three hours every night. Okay, say yo. If you play the last Xenoblade, then it's like it, it's kind of just like riding a bike. You, you'll pick it up pretty easily, I think. I think so. I think the battle system is way better than the last game. Um, you know, as far as like being like intuitive and like just fun, like it feels so good. We've talked about that before, mm, yeah. though. But um, but yeah, no, it's really good. Um, whenever I play it at home, uh, my girlfriend will like leave the room if I'm in the town because she's sick of that song <laughs> like, again. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like a lot of the time, like. You know, I remember specifically, it was like Tales of Xperia 1, where we had to... Exilia. Exilia, yeah. sorry. Uh, Xperia, that's Tales of Microsoft Software. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, like, we had to uh, record videos of all the cutscenes. Right. And, like, they always reverted, re- re- reset us back to this one town that had this really annoying music. <laughs> and just, like, it would drive me nuts, but... With this game, like I, I still love it. Like uh, two hundred hours later, it's just like I, I can't hear you. I can't see you. Always brings a smile to the face. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our uh, open world discussion for the week. What else yes. is anybody? Is anyone playing anything else? I bought a bunch of games. I shouldn't say I bought. I oh. picked up, was gifted slash bought a few games. I bought The Witcher Three. I, I just went there to Target go. and bought it, like game, anyone else, when I was in the U.S. There you go. Um. I haven't played it yet. You that, got that, a you got a special little console though. I did. Yeah, I picked up a Retro Freak. Retro Freak. Uh, this is a Japanese all-in-one retro console. Right? Yeah, kind of a Japanese take on the Retron, but a little nicer design. Um, plays more hardware. Uh, more so people who don't know the Retron Five was this thing which I also own. I got like maybe a year and a half ago that plays like NES, Famicom. Genesis, you know, a bunch of different mm. games. You, mm-hmm. It's emulation ultimately, but you put the cartridge in, it downloads, it dumps the ROM or downloads the ROM or whatever it does, and then you can basically from there on play on your system. Right. Um, although the cartridge has to be plugged in. But um, this is basically a system like that, but made in Japan. Um, apparently not using, like, stolen emulators. Apparent Retron, apparently Retron 5 had, like, emulators that didn't belong to them or something. I heard there was some scandal or whatever. Yikes. I don't know. But, uh, but anyway... Japanese system, um, it plays more than the Retron. It plays, like, right out of the box, it does Famicom, Super Nintendo, Super Famicom, Genesis, Mega Drive, PC Engine cards, yeah. uh, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, Game Boy Color, and what else? I'm missing something. There's more, I think. Oh, sit and, oh and then there's an adapter you can buy that adds on Sega Master System right. and Game Gear. Because um, you really want to play... Wow. Sega Master System. <laughs> I, as a as like someone who like someday wants to retire and go back and play all the games I missed like when I was young, I would actually like that. Um, you, you, think, surf Ninjas. You're about the Surf Ninjas. I never really <laughs> finished like Galvelius or you know some of those games that actually were good. Okay. Fantasy Star One still holds up today. There you go. Um, but uh, the system also comes with a so it comes with a controller. Like, you know, they are their own controller, which is fine, whatever. But then it can use, um, you can plug in, like, PS4 or PS3 controllers and right. use that, which is really nice. Yeah. And there's a controller adapter version. I got this one, which actually lets you plug in the real controllers from, like, Super Nintendo and oh, Genesis wow. and stuff and just use those. Hmm. So I have my Super Famicom controller that I use for most of the stuff, but only mess with it briefly, like, a day so far. Right. But it yeah, looks... Yeah, you brought it to the office. It looks yeah. really cool, the... the uh 
the image output is pretty nice. Um, yeah, it's something like I kind of want for myself. Yeah, you know, it's pricey. It's like two hundred dollars, and peop- some people, you know, a lot of people, hardcore people, are like, well, why don't you just get the Frame Meister or the you know whatever the XRPG? And it's like I get that, but you got to understand a big thing for me is having all these systems with one plug into my TV. Yeah. I already have too much shit on my TV. I can't plug in like 10 consoles. Yeah. Yeah. It's not America where I could just have like two giant rooms full of games. Right. As it's much HDMI. As and if, if you wanted to get like a HDMI output for mm-hmm. your NES or Famicom, you'd have to spend $200 to mod it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like if I had all the room in the world and all the money in the world, I probably would do that. I would love to have like every system hooked up for real, like, you know, straight R- RGB, whatever, like, but I don't. And I think like as a happy kind of medium you know to get everything but have it looking good this works actually one really cool thing I, I already tweeted about this so to some of you this is old news but um i was trying out carts the first night and i pulled out my earthbound cart and plugged it in and the save data was still good hmm. from 20 years ago wow. so let me i don't know if anybody knows the answer to this but i thought save data like those batteries were like supposed to die out after like five or something years but is that not the case? Or did it, that change it, it, with the Super Nintendo? It, was it not an act? It, it is a little better. It does right? die out, but I think it's good for one last... Like, if you don't plug it in, it'll run out, and you can do it once, and then it just wipes. You think so? Yeah. I don't, I don't I'm pretty mine. sure that's how it works. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Or maybe it's just because I wasn't actually using it very much over the 20 years. Maybe. I maybe used it a bunch in the beginning. But, you know, I always told this story about how my mom played Earthbound, like, more than me. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, right there on the thing was my mom's save file, level 99. So it's not only did she play Earthbound, she, like, totally maxed that's out. Right. Um, she had two of them, two, two save files. So she, like, started over once and did it again. She was working um, on her speed run. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but that was cool. Because the game will dump your save data that's existing on the cart and save it right there the first time you plug oh, it in so awesome. it's really nice yeah, yeah. sweet so, so are you liking it or yeah yeah i think i mean i'm gonna mess with it more over the break um it's got the same problem as the retron where when you take the carts out you feel like you're like ripping somebody's like innards out it's not smooth it's mm, not which ah, is really yeah. disappointing but otherwise everything else about it has been really nice so cool was the last game you were playing on it uh what did we plug in last week we plugged in super shiny force 2 super metroid yeah super metroid we I have bought. a few other games who were like Batman Forever, Forever. thanks to Kevin Larry. <laughs> Shaq, Kevin Larry. Shaq Fu around here. Killer Instinct. No, Shaq Fu is resting nicely under my monitor. Oh. <laughs> Shaq Fu is holding your monitor. Yeah. Actually, that is one thing I didn't mention. The, the one weird thing about this is it plays all that stuff, but doesn't play NES games without an adapter. It only has a cart slot for the Famicom. Right. Um, but I went ahead and just bought an adapter, like $30, and now I can plug in NES games mm. too. So. Cool. All right. Well, uh, why don't we just jump right into the news? Yep. It's going to be kind of a short show, guys. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got we got probes to do, and you know, John's got his probe checks. in the morning. Oh. Um, Colin, why didn't give me the uh, news theme? News? News? You said something about the news? I did. It's uh, we got two big things that happened since the last podcast. The first one being the Game Awards, the Keeleys. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2015, you guys watch that at all? I saw clips. I, I watched, like, the end of it. I watched bits and pieces. Half, I yeah. didn't wa- I would have watched the whole thing, but something was going on that morning. Uh, it was I don't good. remember what. It was good. You no. were, no, you were on your way to the airport is what Oh, right, that yeah. Morning. That was when going to PSX. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I got the, uh, winners here. You guys want to hear oh, them? Sure. <laughs> the, show, the show itself seemed like it went pretty smooth. Yeah, right? it was, it was nice. Better than last um, year. The, premier, the world, some awkward moments. Yeah, the world premieres were not that great. Not that strong I, this yeah, year. Yeah, not that strong. Uh, 
uh, Jade Raymond, I think, was drunk. <laughs> she like <laughs> she like called out Kiefer, like, Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, that was that was not nice. Um, but why don't we go into the winners here? Best Family Game, Super Mario Maker. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Best Fighting Game, Mortal Kombat X. I, that's, I feel like that's what was the, that up against? I, <laughs> good question. <laughs> Uh, best multiplayer game, Splatoon, totally worth it. That nice. one makes sense to yes, me. Yes, it does. Uh, best mobile handheld game, Lara Croft Go. This what? is also also on the App Store. The number, uh, like they gave it the best game of the year. Yeah, iOS gave the... it game of the year. I guess I should check it out. So and yeah, see. yeah. I, I, had to, to I had to look this up as soon as I saw that news. It's like I don't even have heard this game. I think we complained about that category last time, right? Because right? Monster Hunter was the in whole handheld yeah. mobile. Yeah. They really need to split those next year. Yeah, uh, I agree. Um, esports team of the year, top. Optic Gaming, everybody's favorite. Of course. <laughs> who else was going to that one? And, and I've esports a total of like seven minutes of esports in my life. <laughs> esports player of the year, Kenny, Kenny S. Shrub. Yeah. Well deserved. Kenny Kenny S. He's, a, he's a Counter-Strike player, apparently. I, I don't know who he is. Um, and the esports game, there's a lot of esports. Esports game of the year was Counter-Strike. Mall if you want. That's where the, uh, I think that's where the advertising comes from, probably, right? Yeah, so. that probably makes no, sense. No dollars. sign of Hearthstone? What? Yeah, yeah no, that, that's I, actually I'm good, sure it was going to make it this that's year. That's a good right? point. Yeah. Um, esports, uh, sorry, no. Most anticipated game was No Man's Sky. Called it. Hmm. Man, the hype train is going along strong. Best narrative, her story. Did you guys play that? I downloaded uh, it. No. I did, played it yet. Did you guys see the reaction images, though? Because, like, the dude from The Witcher was, like, right behind her when they announced that she won and he was like he had this look like uh are you shitting me oh yeah <laughs> it was because it was because uh jade raymond well the 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 card apparently was misprinted it said like her name oh, right and uh, then the witcher 3 and he was like oh what are you talking about? <laughs> right right and jeff Keeley apologized for that later he said yeah. that was not her fault that was their fault they mm-hmm. had m- missed something up on the cards uh, i didn't realize um, that's what it was okay <laughs> that would have been funny if he's like on <laughs> film like pissed off and he didn't get the award trending gamer greg miller he came up and gave a big speech about how we should be thanking them that was man. a great speech that was kind of nice yeah, yeah. It was a good speech best indie game rocket league see called it <sighs> best Soul. sports racing game rocket league that like i feel like rocket league doesn't count as well, maybe sports. But wow, sports and racing in one. Kind yeah, of well, it is sports and racing. But they're like completely different. Not really, what I would define race. I, would I wouldn't call it racing. racing yeah. Um, maybe there was just no racing. Games for too. impact. Life is strange. I had really a lot of these I have not played. Uh, best fan creation. Portal stories. Don't know what that is. Mm. Developer of the year. CD Projekt Red. Best mm. art direction. Ori in the Blind Forest. Splatoon was robbed. Wow, mm. that was. But I think it's you know it, that game is really beautiful. Though. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a, a good, at least it's not like you know some crap game. Got True. Bored. Yeah, I mean, Splinter was still better. Uh, <laughs> best action adventure game, but solid five. And this is when this is uh, when the, the bomb dropped. Keeley got on the mic, was like, "Yo, Kojima was supposed to be here, <laughs> but his lawyer said he couldn't come." And then everybody just the man. It's so funny because he's normally just like this like teddy bear that talks about video games. Yeah, and he's just like he's like gloves off, just like <laughs> right. drops the. He had this look on his face like "fuck y'all." But the, <laughs> this is him for telling it like it was. Yeah, like, it's right? one of the it's one of these weird things that it's like if you live in Japan and work in the Japanese game industry, it's not surprising. No, and it's probably not as insidious as it sounds. I mean. Well, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't want to develop an opinion on this because, like, people will jump on you one way or the other. But it is like if let's say let's say that uh, you know let's say JJ uh, quits day four tomorrow, but his contract oh, goes y'all. through the end of December. <laughs> yes, contractually, he's not allowed to do stuff. You know, maybe he could come to me and ask, and we'd be like, yeah, of right. course. Do we know what happened with the Konami situation? We don't. But I mean, yeah. But the thing is, with these kind of like 
older companies that came up during the bubble and period. Like Konami's an older company, so they do things very much by the letter, and that's why like he was uh, he was on vacation and he hadn't quit yet before. And so like this is kind of like a like if this were a Japanese show. Actually, there's a good comparison for the Sony Awards. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone came up to accept the award for it was like the PR lady. Yeah, it wasn't anybody who worked on the creative side, which but, is disappointing. But in a Japanese setting, they would not say anything oh, about yeah. Kojima right. at all. Because, you know, everybody plays by the rules. Yeah. But in the West, we're like, fuck y'all. Well, you know, he, he kind of had to. Because well, leading up to this, he they were kind of advertising that he was going to be there. Like right. Kojima was going to be well, there. Yeah, I think they probably mm-hmm. thought he was going to be there. Yeah, so, I don't know if they had to say anything, but I think... In the West, you can, and in Japan, yeah. you can't. Yeah. And this is, um, I mean, you know, it's really unfortunate because if Konami were smart, they would have realized this is a PR disaster yeah. waiting to happen. But they didn't, and you know, yeah. shit happens. But you know what, Kojima and those guys will be back sooner or later. Yeah, and, six months you know, has been a PR disaster. Yeah, yeah it's returning, man. No kidding. Uh, so best performance was Viva Seifert for her story. That was what happened earlier. Game of the year was The Witcher Three. Best role-playing game, Witcher 3. Best shooter, Splatoon. Nice. So game of the year, Witcher 3, that seems, you know... I, that's one of those things where I can't argue. I mean, yeah. I think I, I understand. I haven't played it. I, I, I bought it because it looks so good, but I mean, it sounds, from all the accolades and everything else, it doesn't seem like... I didn't feel like, oh, game of the year got no. burned. No. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. Some people were like, it's got to be Mario Maker, and I could see that too, but, mm. you know, mm. I think I'd rather have something original and new. I don't think The Witcher 3 is very original. Right <laughs> Why not? Because it's The Witcher 3. Yeah, I know, but it is original in the sense that it has really amazing visuals. It has in-depth, apparently has in-depth storytelling. It has, you know, it does a lot of things right. I mean, it's universally loved, that game. It's not like people are like, it's pretty good. Well, there well, are people, there are, there are Obama people. has a copy. He does? Does yeah. he really? There it's, are people out there who say that the combat is terrible. I have heard that, too. Yeah. If it's anything like well, The Witcher 2, RPG, it probably so. is. Uh, but some of the stuff that was announced there, I'll just go over the like the ones that are kind of noteworthy. Actually, there's only two. So there was Batman <laughs> from Batman. Telltale Games. Really, I didn't even know this. I so yeah, they got a new Batman. I wish Telltale. I cared. I never. I know Mark's the same way, but I just right. don't give a shit. At about this it. point, <laughs> it's just like okay, Telltale. When are you gonna make like I don't know. Eight, the Wonder Years or <laughs> Golden Girls. Don't like, don't blame what Telltale. Is, dude, yeah, I would totally blame that. What is what is left for Telltale? It makes sense. They're, I mean, good on them. They're do, They're getting all the hot properties, and they're apparently doing them well. People like the stuff they did for like Borderlands and the stuff they did for I'm Game seeing, of Thrones. I've yeah. seen people so. tweet about their kids crying doing what, playing the Minecraft story. Oh yeah, it's really right. resonating with like people all over the world doing it from Walking Dead to Minecraft. Man, come on. But the number one biggest announcement of the whole show was Shaq Fu okay. A Legend Reborn oh boy. coming yeah, yeah. to Kickstarter should have been bored I totally missed that Shaq came Shaq came on stage to announce Shaq Fu like, like, like wheezing and just like short of breath yeah. the entire time dude was like you know he gained like 60 pounds he's probably on some sort of drugs <laughs> no so come, on. Push, come on Pay some he, he just daddy. he just was like whatever I don't care Wow, the question, has this come up with a new CD? Oh, of, I don't know. Of original Shaq songs rap? by Shaq? I don't like know. First one? <laughs> I hope so. But, uh, so, it's no longer a fighting game. It's more like an action game. It looks like a mobile piece. That sucks. <laughs> they look wow. pretty bad. And they've already reached their goal. Uh, Congratulations. And uh, we'll release in 2016, eh? Well, good for him. So, the Shaq fallout the fallout of all this, the Game Awards 2015 pulled in 2.5 million viewers and more than 1 billion, billion, with a B, Ooh. 
Twitter impressions, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, Does that just um, mean tweets or? I guess tweets. No, Twitter, no, Twitter tracks like. If you, Twitter will explain how the math is done. Actually, if you've ever looked at a tweet that you've done that's like got a few retweets, so it tells you exactly how the math is done. It's it's kind of like how many times is it retweeted, how many people on that guy's feed read it, like all the way down the line. Oh. So I mean, it's impressive, but it's kind of like back in the day when they're like page views. It's like yeah, okay, whatever. So it's just like, how many people might have seen a tweet about right, yeah. exactly. Right. Okay, um, but that's still but, is impressive number. So it was it was it did really well. Uh, they're gonna they're gonna be back. Well, he says, I feel pretty confident Confident we'll be back next December for the Game Wars 2016. Goodness. He said that uh, the show broke even this year. Thank God uh, that they're out of that stupid, uh, you know, spike, like, garbage oh God, thing yes. that was yeah. going on for so many years. That was, like, embarrassing. Like, it it's was, good yeah. to have something you can be, like, proud of, you know? Sounds like next year they want to have a little bit of esports connected oh. to it. They wanted mm. this year, actually, apparently, to have some sort of tournament before the show. Mm. Um, but because of reasons they couldn't, so that, they're going to try and do all that next year. Awards. Yeah, yeah, so I think they're going to put a little bit more on there. Uh, hmm. So yeah, all in all, the show I thought was really good. I you know I didn't care for the the reveals, but you know it was tasteful. Mm-hmm. There wasn't yeah. any like. Hey gamers, you nerds! What's going on, nerds? <laughs> sort of moment, I'll, I'll so. watch it when they have the best localization of the year award. Damn yeah. right, <laughs> it's always going to be us. Um, so and after that. Uh, we had the PlayStation Experience. Yeah. Uh, which is Which you'll have to tell me about, because even though I was there, I spent the entire two days of it in a room. Well, that's the thing. Away. It like mostly happened while I was asleep. Same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a lot of stuff was announced. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was um, at the keynote, at least. I sat in the audience. And oh, okay. That was pretty a exciting. A lot of VR. A lot of a VR. Lot of this, VR. This was kind of like a coming out for VR. They showed some actual games. Um, like a hundred foot robot golf res which looks pretty cool yeah, yeah. Ra- ra- I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do in that game but it looks crazy hundred <laughs> foot robot golf yeah it looks yeah. crazy and cool I'm totally all about it uh, Ace Combat 7 that's gonna be fucking good that kinda makes sense for VR totally totally, totally. Yeah. um sorry I'm just gonna uh, talk about the new games they announced there's something called Brutal with an at symbol it's a ass, like a roguelite have you ever played rogue the original role? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is this the ASCII art one? Yeah. yeah so it's yeah, basically yeah. that in 3D and keeping the ASCII art. I like the art style. It looked well, kind of neat. I hate it was the name, of, but yeah. I like the art style a lot. And actually, if you read it, it should be Brute Atoll. Whatever. Something called e- oh, Eagle Flight from Ubisoft. I actually had the idea for this game like 10 years ago. Uh, sorry, Ubisoft. Yeah. going to sue you on that one. Uh, but basically, you're a bird flies around the city, goes through crevices and all sorts of things. It's VR. It's can you poop on people? I don't know. Maybe. You'd like that, wouldn't you? In my version of the game, you couldn't. But you know, maybe, oh. maybe Ubisoft will take that. Like, road. <laughs> uh, let's see. So full throttle remastered. Cool. Guys are into full throttle. I mean, I know it and respect it. I wasn't really an adventure game guy growing up, but like we, everybody knew that those were the only like ones that were like really right. awesome and ahead of their time. So. Good for those guys. Uh, there's a new game called Golem. Did you see the trailer for this? Yes. No. That is exciting, I think. It's cool. It, well, basically what it is is you're this girl who telepathically... Telepathically? <laughs> what did you say, Garnet? Sorry. Telepathically uh, controls this giant uh, stone golem and hmm. go on adventures, I suppose. Yeah, but it's... Uh, <laughs> the people behind yeah. it are pretty impressive, too, right? It's... Um, what's his face? Um, Marty O'Donnell from Who Left Halo... <laughs> 
Yes. And uh, man, why am I forgetting? Do you have the thing in front of you? Who's the other person? There's another really big person. They on just that say project. it's called Highwire Games. It's... Yeah, well, Highwire Games basically has really good people working there. Yeah, uh, and that game is something to keep an eye on for sure. Looks cool. Uh, also, the modern zombie. Oh, it was another Halo person actually. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The modern zombie taxi company from SE Santa Monica. You yeah. basically pick up zombies and throw them out of cars. That was from oh. our friends at uh, in uh, up in Kyoto. Uh, what do you call it? Um, <laughs> their names escaping uh, Giles Company. Um, the guys who made Speed uh, uh, Steel Diver. Um, God, oh, is it start with the name? It's just a C. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that game was at Bit Summit, and well, whatever you know, the, the predecessor or whatever like evolved into this was at Bit Summit uh, a couple years ago, and was like the game that everybody loved, and it looks really cool. Interesting. It says it says SE Santa Monica, so maybe they moved. They're it? producing it. They're oh, producing it. Yeah. Okay. And the big surprise, one of the big surprises, was uh, Nino Kuni Two. No, yeah. yeah, yeah, I did see it's, that one. It's yeah. two, two country two. Is it <laughs> what? Oh, just say right. <laughs> Mino Kuni is two. Is two it? Um, is it not Ghibli this time? I don't think they said it didn't. It doesn't they look didn't, like it. They didn't say it. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't mm. feel like it. It's mm. not. <laughs> Deal with it. JJ confirmed. Right like now. it doesn't. It, it's like they're trying to make you think it is. It looks pretty though. If if they were, they would say it. Yeah, because like, yeah, that's a big yeah. selling point. Yeah, it's true. Right? If they didn't say it, then I, I I had missed that part actually because we had to go set up for our first uh, res you know appointments right around that time. So I missed that that trailer. The main character has a terrible accent. Oh, it was in English already. Yeah, it was in interesting. English. Interesting. Um, but it's oh. apparently a. Uh, PlayStation debut exclusive. Hmm. It was supposed to come out on PlayStation first, but there was like a whole thing about how like some people thought it was exclusive, exclusive. But it sounds mm-hmm. like it might maybe come it'll out. come out on PC as well. Or something. well, I think it's probably going to come out on NX. Oh, yeah, because a lot of these Japanese exclusive games, I mean, like they're they're not really going to Xbox. Yeah, although it is Namco Bandai, so it is possible that they're just putting it out on everything. So who knows? Level level five, but uh, Psychonauts and the Rhombus of Ruin. This is a VR game that looked kind of cool. It looked cool. They they did a parody of the uh, what's his name Uh, Palmer Lucky cover. That was awesome. (laughs) Yeah, I like how he just walks around in flip flops. He's like. Just straight from Margaritaville. <laughs> Wherever he goes, he's like, hey, guys, give me a Corona. Uh, <laughs> and then, of course, Res Infinite. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so so it, it's, it was hard to tell in the video because I kept, like, panning back and forth. But, like, so Miz was – he, like, came out in the uh, PlayStation VR on his head. And he came out in the, like, full Synthesia, synesthesia, synesthesia yeah. suit. Which like lights up and like does all crazy. Lights up belong to the music. It's yeah. not just like lighting up randomly. It's totally. It's kind of hard time. to tell on stage with everything that was going on, but like it, it absolutely like lights up perfectly with the music, and it is amazing. Dude came straight out of Tron. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, the reaction was great. It was hugely positive. Um, tons of people at the show were trying to get in and check out the suit. Um, it was up in the like the VR section of the booth, and we had some people tell us that it was like by far the number one most requested game. In yeah, VR for I mean it's fucking insane. I'm still disappointed it's, you didn't go with Trans Vibrator HD for that thing. <laughs> it's a lot more than just a Trans Vibrator. It does but, more um, than vibrate. We definitely need to go more in depth when Mark gets back. Mark knows yeah. all about this. I only have only been. I, I mean, I was involved in the very beginning and the very end, but not at all in the really important stuff, which is all in between. But we've been working with Miz on this for a couple of years now, and like, you know, to see it come to fruition and to play it. I mean, I'm just going to talk as a fan. Like, I got to play it because we had some downtime. One appointment guy didn't show up. He was probably like the only guy in the world who like like everybody was like begging to get in and couldn't, and this guy didn't show up. But yeah. thanks, guy, because I got to play it myself. Nice and. It's amazing. 
like and, you know, aside from the suit the suit itself is like a it's not something that they're planning to sell or anything it's like a kind of a, a you know like a custom thing designed to just like show off what the ultimate like res right. experience might be like but the suit was amazing but even apart from that Res was like from day one. You could just tell this game was meant to be in VR. It's like the yeah. perfect VR game. I've played it in VR in the office, and it was just like I didn't want to. I didn't want to stop. Yeah, it's so good. It like just makes. It's like you never. I mean, you you always kind of assumed it would make sense, but I you don't really realize until you sit there and play it. And I gotta say, Sony's VR helmet, I love it because mm. it's super comfortable. The the PlayStation VR, whatever. I don't know if they have an actual name for the helmet or whatever, but like, I guess it's just the PlayStation VR. Yeah, but um. You know, if you wear glasses, you can. It fits super comfortably over your glasses. What? So this is my first time that I've because I, I always have to take my glasses off when yeah. I use like the Oculus or whatever because it's uncomfortable. Right. Super comfortable, and so as a result, I could see like perfectly. So I'm inside Res base. So can you around. see 3D? Uh, no, I mean it's that's one of those things where like, how do you even once you're in there, how do you even define it? Because it's right. already like I. I feel like I'm in the world just like I feel like I'm in the real world. So okay. I don't know. Like, yeah, maybe. But whatever the case, like, yeah, it was it was amazing. And, like, you know, the demo that we showed had um, – th- well, there were different demos depending on whether you wore the suit or not. But the suit demo had, uh, like, kind of a custom version of Area 1, mm-hmm. which only had, like, a few of the, the last few layers. And then you would go right into a, the Area 4 boss fight. Uh, it was, like, a custom level. Yeah, the Running Man. And it was des- – yeah, right, the Running Man. And it was designed – and you can see videos of this online and stuff, I'm sure. But it was designed so that the – you know, the first half on Area 1 is kind of, like, very uh, light um, to get you used to the suit, like, light rumbling, and mm. you know, and, and the rumbles is going along with the music as well, but it's designed to kind of get you in the mode, but then when you get to the boss fight and the music starts up, it just, like, cranks up to 11, and, like, the whole suit starts going off, and you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. I really want to try the suit, man. Oh, it was... Yeah, yeah we got to... <laughs> yeah. I, I, if there's, It's, like, so much work, actually, to get it up and set up and everything that I feel like if you are not at an event where they're going to show it, it's probably going to be impossible. Maybe but at TGS. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. But we like, could have it at the party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm sure they would love that. <laughs> um, but the thing about it, I just want to say one sure. last thing. Like, playing Res, that, the thing that really hit me was, like... And you notice this from watching a million people do the demo, because some people get it and some people don't, mm-hmm. is like, you really notice that it was like perfect when you're fighting the running man and he goes behind you and you don't have to wait for him. You can just like turn around and oh. look at him and shoot him behind you and stuff. And like, you're basically playing the game in full 3D. That's where you're like, man, yeah. I just want to live in this game. It was control. awesome. Yeah. I want I want VR it's, so it's bad. So I want it now. Give it to me, Sony. I still yeah. haven't tried any VR, so oh, really? dude. I haven't, yeah. It's, gonna be it's so good. All right, and so uh, there were a couple other surprises. This is li- these are listed as previously known games now coming to PlayStation. Uh, this was the first I heard of The Last Blade Two coming to PS4. Yeah, that's, they showed that. that. They've announced some of that stuff before, but they showed it on stage. And, look, and looking they even ended the show with Paragon, this uh, MOBA from uh, Epic Games. This is a big deal because Epic Games was basically a, they like always debuted their stuff on Xbox. Uh, now they're on Sony. This game looks insane. The graphics are ridiculous. I missed this too because I missed like the last you know whatever twenty minutes. Of right, the it's a it's a MOBA third person shootery sort of MOBA. Oh okay. The graphics are just it's so not top down Dota style. You're no right. no. Okay, I'm on board. Now. It's like it's like a showpiece for Unreal Engine four and yeah. it looks really good. Um, so yeah, that was you skipped, you skipped the biggest thing I think one of the biggest news. Oh uh, shit! I totally happened. totally forgot one one little little thing that we all saw Final Fantasy seven. Yeah. Yeah. The remake. <laughs> I look good. The, re- the remakes, I should say. That's right. The remakes. Yeah. Have they said how many there's going to be? No. Okay. 
but it's it's gonna be it's, big. It's, it's gonna be huge. It looked so good, and it sounded so good. Like hearing the music, you know, for mm. the first time, like the kind of remixed music from the first game. Oh, what did you think of the combat? Uh, I think it looks amazing. I didn't I didn't follow up, so I know there were a bunch of interviews and stuff after the fact. I still have to catch up on my PSX, and like I didn't hear anything apart from it being episodic. Yeah. So I don't know the little details. I only know what I saw on the screen. What I saw on the screen looked really good. If it plays anything like it looked, it's going to be right. awesome. What do you think about the whole episodic thing? I was re- I personally was really against it until I read their comments on it. Yeah, same. which yeah, I you know, anyway. I don't. It's hard to tell if this is not just like damage control or if this is actually what they really you know uh, felt. But I think. I would give them the benefit of the doubt, at least. And mm-hmm. if it's true, you know, they said... I don't know if you have the, the quotes there, but, like, they basically yeah. said, like, there were, there was no way they could have done the full game, you know, the way they wanted to at that level of detail. Because, like, they're going really... I mean, the graphics are amazing. They're going yeah. super hardcore Plus, they said it. they want to put everything that was in the old game into this game. Yeah, they want to remake like, everything. That was, like... Right? Yeah. yeah. And that was in a time when RPGs were very different than they are now. It's like, you... Back then, there was no voice acting. Yeah. You know, like, that's that in, in itself is really expensive and time-consuming. Right, totally. So and the game is tremendously huge, and it was all 2D, like, but like Resident Evil-esque, like, 2D static. Well, not all, but it was, like, largely 2D static backgrounds. Mm-hmm. And so to turn all that into 3D that you can, like, explore, or right, at least, like, right. you know, in a 3D environment, I get it. Like, I feel like, okay, that's a good point. That's fair. Don't make it, like, 60 bucks for, like, 10 hours of Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it it's needs hard, to be reasonable. It's hard because, you know, there are games like The Witcher 3 out there or, or Grand Theft Auto, which have, like, these insane graphics. Like, Witcher 3 is a really good-looking game. Huge game. One game. Like, yeah. mm, right. I mean... And they said each one of these episodes would be, like, a full... Like, a, equivalent to a full game experience. Well, that, that could mean, like, eight hours. <laughs> no, I know. what That could mean a five-hour game. Yeah. Or it could be, you mm. know... Um, but like, I, I I I will take it at face value. I'm sure this is o- as much as Squ- Square themselves can do right now. Yeah, I don't think they're, they're just not capable of making the game that everybody wants to. Yeah. But they're going to yeah. do it anyways. And this is their like, you know, basically their, uh, you know, basically the way that they're going to be able to make it. Yeah, I mean, they say that, you know, they wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. And, you know, maybe that's true, maybe not. I mean, you, you know, my initial reaction was like, oh, they know that everyone's going to do whatever it takes Final Fantasy VII, they're milking it for all it's worth. And that's a fair reaction, too, I think. But, yeah, yeah based on what they said, we'll see. We'll give them the mm. benefit of the doubt. Roy, you're a big Final Fantasy VII. I am, You're, like, yeah. from that generation where... That was the game that made me like video who, games. Who falsely believes oh, that that's the best Final Fantasy, <laughs> but it's okay. You're young, but... <laughs> What did you? What do you think? Like as a as a real Final Fantasy well, Seven fan, I mean, watching the trailer, I could tell that it, it it like had the DNA of like everything that I like about Seven. Like what made me love it, like the the seeing the settings and everything. It was like, yes, they get it, they understand. And and watching like, I knew though, okay, this is all the first reactor. And then like you said, like the music when that comes in, and and um, when they showed the actual gameplay, you know, and it and there was the the menu. It was like attack magic summon item there was no crazy bullshit gauges or whatever there's no people like jumping up in the air and enemies getting knocked in the air and any of that horse shit right. it was just like pure it kind of felt a little pure just with like a nice coat of paint on it which is like all i really wanted so if if that's really what it is then i'm, pre- I'm pretty happy with it yeah it'll be it'll be really cool to see that game get like a pro- hopefully get a proper localization and like have good voice acting and like actually you know mm-hmm. get to experience it the way it was meant to be somebody posted like uh comparison pics of like the original game side like the exact exact scenes that they showed side by mm-hmm. side with this one and it was hilarious how 
I mean, bad the first game looks now. Mm, like Cloud, yeah. look, he's like ten polys, and he yeah. looks like you know, like a kid's doll or something. And then like what they showed at PSX. I guess that game's out on PS4 now, and there's some like some codes you can use to turn off random encounters and speed up the game. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, actually, I kind of want to... I don't know. I was smart. It was definitely smart to put it out now, because, like, mm. while people are all hyped for it, I, yeah, I kind of exactly. feel like I want to play it. But I'm seeing I a lot of people post won't. screenshots of it, and it's kind of making me want to play it, too, but, like, I just did that, like, yeah. a few months ago, so... Yeah. Uh, all right, and another Square News, uh, Dragon Quest 30th Anniversary Project presentation, set for January 13th. Really? So yeah, it's gonna be streamed on Nico Nico. So do you think? Do we get a date? Do we get a release date for eleven? Maybe the uh, they say it's going to deliver the latest information on titles due out in Dragon Quest thirtieth anniversary year of two thousand sixteen. So maybe maybe we get Dragon Quest sooner than we thought. That'd be cool. I was I feel like I keep rehashing my Twitter, but I I yesterday realized so two a few days ago this week was the twentieth anniversary of Dragon Quest six. Okay, which actually is the game that we localized on the yeah. DS, but like the original was 20 years ago, and that was like six, and they're only up to 10. So like in 20 years, there's only been four mainline Dragon Quest games. Yeah, they take a uh, take a long time to make. Kind of crazy, but I mean, it says at least it says they're they're at least caring about the quality. Hopefully, I mean that's mm. I mean they have been so far. They've been great. Right. But yeah. That's okay. Uh, also, the PlayStation Awards happened. If you don't know what that is, PlayStation Sony has like a PlayStation award show every year, and they give awards to the best-selling games. This is Japan only. Japan only. Yeah, um, it's kind of a weird show because, like, yeah, it's just if your game sold, you get an award. Yeah, it's like, it's, Japanese award shows are a little different in that, like, sometimes many people get the same award. <laughs> yeah. right, right. It's like it's not like you. It's, it's not so many. It's not that you like win. It's like you get acknowledged right and then other people could also possibly get it we all win at the yeah, playstation yeah. Awards. we all win but uh yeah so platinum prize was dragon quest heroes metal gear solid 5 and minecraft which is uh i think that's like a, thou- uh, a million million sellers, million sellers. five hundred thousand was the gold prize it was bloodborne god eater 2 grand theft auto 5 one piece pirate warriors 3 yakuza 0 there's some user choice prizes bloodborne dragon quest heroes grand it's like all the same a lot games, of the same games yeah. all the same games uh, that happened. Kojima wasn't there either. Um, uh, let's see. This is the last thing we'll talk about, I guess. The uh, Steam database. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, dun. Some people started mining that and found out a whole bunch of stuff. Um, some of it is probably not true. Journey, um, Journey is not true. So Journey was on that list. Coming to a really? Yeah. yeah. And uh, they came out and were like, uh, no. Uh, that's, that's weird. Yeah, it's a sunny thing. Uh, but on that list is like Final Fantasy X HD remaster. Yeah, uh, who cares? Uh, Rompa, Earth that's Defense cool. Force. That's cool. Hmm. Um, that makes sense. It's really believable, yeah. Yeah, Code of Princess. That was a 3DS game. I think game. Exceed's doing the Earth Defense Force games now, so it kind of makes sense that it would be on mm. Steam. Yeah, yeah, Phantom Brave. Ooh, that's a good game. Uh, yeah, cool. There's um, one Final Fantasy game coming out on Steam. Six, right? Six, six, yeah. Six yeah, so what's the deal with that? Is it just the Super Nintendo version? No. It's no. the mobile so version. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? The mobile yeah. version? Yeah. Like what they did with Five? Is that the one five? with the janky gra- I didn't even yes. see what they did with yeah, Five. Yeah, it's really ugly. Yes. Those are, like, offensive to me. Like, Five is disgusting on iOS. Like, who thought that looked good and was a good idea? And they're doing the same thing with Six now. That's sad. The weird thing, too, is it's not even like some dude in, like, the West made that or something. Like, that was made in Japan. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to know better. They're supposed <laughs> to, like, not do shit. They probably just farmed it out to some place in China or something. Uh, yeah, I guess so. It does uh, look kind of... The big, the big title, though, on this list was Half-Life 3. 
Really? It exists. Confirmed. <laughs> it's real. You know what? It's probably bet... been in the Steam database. Yeah. <laughs> not only has it probably has it's been in the Steam database forever. I bet Half-Life 3 on the Steam database is probably like some like tool that they made to send fart sounds to each other in the office. <laughs> like At this point, I hope Half-Life 3 is like, you know, going to be the ultimate culmination of like whatever their their VR tech is, you know, like when that becomes mainstream or whatever, it's going to be Half-Life 3 in so, VR. Yeah. They were, they were just I just want to live in VR, so it's like going to be a everything. continuation. <laughs> it's like a Mix a little bit of Daikatana and Duke Nukem Forever and all oh, that'd be the perfect there. game. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's it for this week. Yeah, it was kind of a fast one. I guess we only ran for like an hour or so. Yeah, I don't. Um, I actually, I don't feel good. So sorry, guys. <laughs> it's um, yeah. Well, you know, Mark just gave birth, and uh, we all got stuff to do. But we will be back in two weeks for the Christmas special. It's a Christmas. I don't know what miracle. that involves. But we'll leave that up to Mark. He's going to bring cheer and joy and good. We're going to run down our, our favorite games of the year. We don't usually do that unless Mark's in the mood. So um, yeah, it kind I of imagine depends. one through five is going to be Xenoblade. <laughs> well, of course, that's that is the uh, game of the year. No, um, okay. actually, but yeah, that is out. So please okay. play it. So yo. So yeah, <laughs> and um, you can find us on our website at a-4.jp. Uh, our second home, giantbob.com. We also always have a thread on NeoGas. Oh man, you know what? Too but the next time we have a podcast. It'll be post Star Wars. That's right. It oh. will be B B S. Yeah. <laughs> no, no A S. Wait. Anyway, after Star it will Wars, be yes. yeah. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I'm actually legit excited. I saw a video today. You that, see the Chinese uh, video? No, I no, no. What you're talking about? If it's a spoiler, like, don't. No, no, even. no. It has nothing to do with the new Star Wars. It was oh. a video of when the Phantom Menace first came out, <laughs> and it showed interviews of people before they saw the movie. Right. And then after they saw the movie, and before the movie, they were like, oh, it's good, it's going to be an amazing movie, I can't yeah, wait. Yeah. And then after the movie, they were like, oh, it's amazing, amazing. And the very last guy is like, it was terrible. <laughs> I want like, I want them to take the movie back. Or <laughs> Give me a personal apology. Yeah, it's funny because people are like, this movie's going to be amazing for 20 years It's Wonder of the World. It's Wonder of the World. <laughs> it's funny because I think, yeah, all of us bought it. At that time, though, like, we could, we could talk about this for like five minutes before we wrap up. But like, at that time, like... There was no possible way that Star Wars could not be awesome. Like it never yeah. happened until then. Like you didn't even know. Right. I I remember I worked at EGM at the time, and I remember I was sitting next to Crispin, uh, Crispin Boyer, friend of the show and former EGM editor, and we were we were all watching the movie together. And I remember like early on there was like that scene where like you know they, uh, Obi-Wan and like Qui-Gon like they put the lightsaber into the door and like yeah. do the thing whatever and I, I remember Crispin Lee this like audible like gasp of like joy and then like <laughs> but then it was just like kind of all downhill from there yeah. we saw it in the theaters fi- I saw it at least five times before yeah. I finally accepted that the only, there was like five minutes of good movie in there it was yeah. so sad we yeah. got brainwashed hardcore yeah. I'm a little worried that's gonna happen for this movie I, I'm like keeping my expectations low I think it's the right thing to do but we'll see I think it's good to keep your expectations low but I I think it's hard not to like it looks really good yeah, i'm not like, doing so that far. i'm cranking right up to 11 yeah are you really <laughs> I'm, or are you I, just... I, I yeah i'm excited for this i it believe looks... in darth jar jar <laughs> <laughs> it's happening it looks it looks good like i mean i i know i know there's a definite possibility it's not going to be good but and i you know i will be as disappointed as anyone else but at least we've been through that once before so yeah. if it does suck like i can get on with my life pretty quickly true <laughs> yeah. true True. But this definitely has lots of vibes of like the first movie. I watched all three of them on the plane rides to and from PSX. Nice. Four, five, and six, that wow. is. Um, and uh, yeah, man, like it, this has the same vibe, and those are still really great movies. Like, I want to believe. I yeah. believe. 
Me, me and Kyle got I got tickets for the first very first show in Japan, oh, six thirty nice. PM for some reason. <laughs> uh, out in Yokohama, we have to go like wow. forty minutes from here, but like you know what? It's so worth it. Yeah. So, All right, yeah. so uh, where was I? Uh, we have a we have a we have a Facebook. Just search right for whatever. We don't post on it. Use Google. Um, Everybody uses Google now. Uh, it's uh, Doritos. Uh, Doritos. We also have a Twitter at eight four play minus sprsk at Django Bango at Colin now. That's two L's, right? You got to like, yeah two L's, specific. two N's. I, uh, I am John TV. At Kotawari. You can follow me on Instagram, just not a person, you know, whatever, <laughs> do what you want. Um, and that's it. So, Roy, why don't you take us out? Uh, I got nothing, man. That's Christmas. That's way. good, that's good. <laughs> Keep going with that, that was good. The next day, I did that. you I gave, gave it, it away. away. This year, to save me from tears, I'm giving to someone special. This is a huge deal for me. Uh, I was sick from school today. I want to be the guy coming out of the theater going, it was great! You know, that's the, who I want to be. I thought there was going to be people here already, and it turned out there wasn't being. I was like, wow, I'm the first one. Well, it's Star Wars. It's like the, the original trilogy was just so phenomenal. People have been awaiting this for like 16 years. It's, it's grabbing history and maybe going with it and, and becoming part of it and giving a story to our, our children. It's going to be one of the, one of the many wonders of the world there are now eight wonders of the world one of them being this this movie we've been waiting since the last one came out for 16 years so this is a big thing i mean we've been waiting a long time it's it's time to get back into it it's the event of the whole thing i've been waiting 15 years since return of the jedi came out to see the prequel there's no way it's going to be a disappointment are there any of you that think this is going to be a lousy movie I feel like I don't know. Like it's 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 exciting. It's uh, going to be going to the first show of like Phantom Medicine. I don't know. That's all I can. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thanks.